Welcome to the Trumpet Call Podcast. We're here with Terry and Susan Wickert. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. Great to be here, John. It sure is. It's good to talk with you today. Yeah, it's, I'm excited for our time. I, I think this is a little bit different forum than I'm used to. Used to having a, a really clear agenda with going through the marks of disciple maker. So I'm I'm eager for where our time leads us. And uh, Terry, for those you don't know, Terry and Susan lead us in the military. The military directors for the military mission. So we're super grateful for both you guys and how you pray for us and love us so well. Thanks a lot, John. We, we what a privilege we both have to be engaged in this work and. Uh, I think we both believe very strongly. We came from the grassroots. We believe in the grassroots that uh, everybody contributes, but the mm. real work of our ministry happens in places like Camp Lejeune, right where you are. So we're thankful for our field staff, just in the way that they engage in our calling and our mission. And it's a great privilege to lead them. Yeah. Well, I I know. I think a lot of us, uh, everyone I've talked to, I think has a great sense of gratitude for you guys. So, so, uh, let's kick this off. I think Terry, you had talked about, um, I, I don't know if you were saying a situation on prayer or just something you, uh, God's been burdening your guys' hearts with about prayer, but man, I'd love to hear more about it. Yeah. Let me, let me just, uh, kind of kick this off a little bit with, uh, you know, kind of how we, how we got into this, I, I think. And, uh, John, I, ju I just think the podcast has done a great job, you know, and hearing from all these diverse voices across the field on the five marks of a multiplying disciple maker. And, uh, but, you know, as I, as I've looked at those, I, I've just always had this nagging feeling that there's a couple things <laughs> missing there. Uh, you know, like your walk with the Holy Spirit on a day-to-day -day basis, I think is is an important mark of a multiplying disciple maker. But boy, I, I tell you, the the elephant in the room for me is prayer. Mm. Um, and and can you can you get that? Can you draw that out? Can you see that from the elements of the other five marks? Of course, I I think you can. But I just thought it might be neat to you know to to devote a couple of these podcasts or whatever it turns out to be to this idea of prayer. When I hear, um, you know, people talk about navigators, it's, I, I hear two things all the time that they are men and women of prayer and the word. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so, you know, it's almost like those two are a unicorn. They're, they're inseparable. And so I just thought it might be, but I mean, need if we can, you know, have a conversation very briefly about prayer. I know it's played a huge role in my life as a believer, and I, I, I have a, I have a praying wife, uh, and so I know it's played a huge role for her, also. Mm -hmm. uh, anything to add, Tom? Or... Um, uh, prayer is communion with God. Um, it's it, uh, it's necessary uh, in my life. And it ministers to my soul, that communion with God, that speaking with my father, my heavenly father, just taking everything before him uh, is as essential as the air we breathe. Um, it's really important. Um, just on a side note here, uh, we had our grandchildren visit uh, for two weeks. No, that's cool. Um, and I just uh, sit back in amazement, uh, these little ones, uh, the faith they have and the relationship they have with the Lord. It's, it's unfettered. Um, 
it's unabashed. And, um, you know, if we sit down for a meal, they always remind us, oh, we need to pray, you know, and their, their prayers are unscripted. It's just an overflow of the heart and they feel so comfortable and safe to commune with our, uh, father God. And so, um, and oftentimes when they pray, it's like, thank you, God, for helping us have fun today or watching over us or something like that. <laughs> a, a lot of times they aren't asking for things. They, they aren't, you know, it's unscripted. It's just an overflow of their heart. Thank you, God, for your provision. Um, you know, they don't use those words, but just, just mm-hmm. whatever. So I can learn a lot from little ones um, on how to commune with our Father God, um, and so that was just really uh, tremendous to observe that uh, sweetness um, in in those young children that don't have the parameters and aren't trying to script a prayer or, you know, uh, it doesn't matter who's watching or whatever. It's just between right. them and the Lord. So, oh, yeah. Man. That's so cool. Yeah, I love I love those observations. It's just it's even fun, you know. I think uh, for me, I'm just picturing other little my own kids when they were younger, and I, I think that actually, honestly, Susan, I think the first time we said, "Hey, kids, why don't we just take some time to pray?" Me and Cher were just Sherry, my wife. We were floored at you know yeah. the prayers that they prayed. Are just like that was profound, and not not because they quoted a bunch of Bible verses, but it just unscripted that was a great word i just i wholeheartedly agree with that yeah uh yeah i i had the same experience john it, it was just you know i i just sat there and thinking man you know i labor over prayer sometimes on issues they don't labor a bit <laughs> it is just what's on the heart and like susan said it is just full full of thankfulness and uh over over the profound over the very ordinary we we took them fishing a couple times while we were here and on the last uh, trip out our uh, eight-year-old grandson uh, he he hooked a nice rainbow trout and uh, you know he i I think it shocked him to be honest (laughs) sure he's kind of you know something's happening to his rod and it's like hey he calls me bapa hey hey bapa i i think i got a fish (laughs) (laughs) we have one real life baby yeah so anyway we you know we uh we brought it home and i cleaned it and uh, susan cooked it we we had it for dinner with some other stuff that night but it is nice rainbow you know 13 14 inches and so anyway that night prayer you know at prayer time he did prayed the things that were on his heart you know uh, you know, please be with mommy and daddy. Thank you for the day and all this, but in the, uh, and God, thank you for a 13 inch rainbow trout. You know, <laughs> I, I'm just listening to that. And I thought, is that, now, 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 is that one of those towering prayer needs? No, I don't think so. But man, that was long as that was what was on his heart. Mm. And, uh, I, I just think that's such a beautiful picture mm. of prayer, communing right. with God about what's on our heart. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would just affirm what Susan said strongly. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's great. Now, I would I was when you had said this, Susan, you had talked about communion with your heavenly father. And I, I love that because I think that prayer can easily just like what you were saying, Terry, it turns into this these to do lists, these things the late and not even a bad way, just but laboring right. in prayer for different issues versus like 
a real relational thing where I'm actually just spending time with my father. Is there, do you have any, I don't I don't want to get us off track for what you guys had planned to talk about, but is there any stories that you have that have brought you from a level of, oh, I was here, but then I really began to recognize my heavenly father as the person I was talking to? Yeah, there, there certainly, there certainly is. Um, well, there, there are several, uh, you know, I, I could say, and I, and I hearken back a little bit to, you know, our Navy days. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, the submarine life was, was hard life. It, it really was. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I think some in the mission know already and maybe, but just for the, you know, for our listeners, um, that, you know, I served on uh, in the Navy as for a career and served on five submarines. And, um, and so there was a lot of isolation time. It, it was, it was hard on me. The, the life at sea was a challenging one. Um, mm. but, but probably dealing with the isolation from, you know, kind of the normalcy of life was, I think, uh, could have been it was and but could have been a lot more challenging uh for susan and for i and it was a hard life for her too i'll, I'll let her you know maybe speak to that here in just a minute <clears throat> um but i just always you know I, I always felt like that there was a bedrock of prayer in my life and uh and as i mentioned I, I, I knew I had a praying wife. We'd pull into ports and, uh, you know, I'd, we'd get the mail dropped on us as even before the, you know, days when we had email and, uh, there was always a card waiting of encouragement or a note or something about my wife on her knees, praying for me and praying for our ship and, and our mission. And, I can't tell you what a what an effect that had on me, and maybe I'd like for you just to hear a little bit from you know from her side, and and then I'll kind of go into this story that you know I I think kind of maybe sums it up or characterizes it and how God responded to prayer in a in, a, in an astounding way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sounds Any, great. Anything comes or you know? Oh yeah, prayer uh, just got us through those times together um be, being surrounded uh with other communion with other believers and um being uh, able to um be with the wives and children when the men were gone on um, submarine it's it's men uh so it's usually the wives and children left behind and and being able to uh get together and pray together just helped us through those times um even the un, uh, around amongst the unbelieving women just helping walk with them through what they're going through and and uh encourage them but that power comes from prayer um that communion with the father that connection with the father and so um just that that's how we were united i think um hmm. you know we weren't physically together but um, through the father, that communion, being able to pray for whatever they're going through. We, I wouldn't he hear word for months, um, on our side mm -hmm. and uh, the ones left behind, but, but I knew that the Lord had his eye on, um, my husband and the circumstances and also on us and our families. 
Mm -hmm. So, and able to talk with the Lord about anything. So, um, come boldly before the throne of grace. Amen. So, would you say that it was because of the, uh, because of those hard times for both of you, the isolation, the separateness, would you look back and say that those were really what maybe compelled you more to dive deeper in your relationship with God in those moments? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, I, that was the word on my tongue, yes. John. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. It, it just drives you to a level of dependence. You know, the, the, the normalcy of the world, the normalcy of your life is stripped away. And, uh, you know, you find yourself very quickly in uh, unknown and uncharted territory. And, uh, man, that, that's where prayer <laughs> has to be your bedrock, I, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so, so we... You know, we we had been longtime believers. Like I said, I I know, I knew. Uh, she told me I could sense it. We were connected to it, as she just said. I I knew that. You know, my wife was praying for me. You know, mm-hmm. when we were out on mission and, and doing these things and isolated, and and vice versa. I, let me just pause here to say because I I hope there are some ladies listening in that I think the most difficult job in the military, by the way, is the military spouse, you know, those that, that get left behind when I was gone to see Susan, you know, kind of became mother, father, gardener, uh, security force, uh, plumber, you know, all of it. And we, we just, I've told several people this, but we just have a couple of years that we call the years that were not because, hmm. uh, I was gone. You know, in one in one case, uh, eleven out of the ten and a half out of the twelve months, and another another year nine, and several many years for uh, the majority of the year. Wow! And um, and so you know, again, just having that bedrock of prayer, and uh, I got to tell you, sailors, uh, you know, they they get into things, and there are problems, <laughs> but but I never ever worried about my wife in that way. I, I just, I just did not, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, knew, I knew where she was. Uh, she was taking care of her children. She was taking care of her family responsibilities and she was on her knees interceding mm-hmm. uh, for me and for the, for the other men on the ship and the mission. And so we, we went into submarine command, I, I think with that bedrock of, uh, of commitment to one another and commitment to prayer. And it was just a magical time. I, I think we both have commented that, you know, that was a time in our long marriage now over 40 years that, uh, where we, where we really felt united as a team, uh, that success of the mission and the ship and the command could not exist without success uh, from the families that were left behind it, at home. And so we, had, we both had this really important part to play. Mm-hmm. And again, I know that it was covered in prayer. And so we just, we just kind of made it our, our, uh, our goal that, Hey, there are a lot of things to pray for, but, but one of the things that we are going to pray for routinely is that, uh, that our crew would be, would have God's hand of protection and safety on them, um, and their families, of course, but, um, Mm. um, and that, that we'd get through our time in command and, uh, we'd, we'd 
you know, we'd give back to the Lord what he gave to us. We wouldn't lose a single one because mm -hmm. submarine life is dangerous and a lot of things happen. And, uh, you know, acts, you, you can go from uh, these kind of moments of boredom to moments of stark terror in an instant. You know, I've got a, mm -hmm. I don't have time for it now, but a kind of a compelling story, if maybe for another time of getting swept off the deck at Midway, and we went from dead calm to, you know, fire flooding men overboard and uh, oh. in a near collision with a, with a tug that was nearby in an instant. And, uh -huh. and that's, and that's just the way it is. Um, wow. But, so we we decided we're going to cover this in prayer and we we had a, a great relationship with uh, our pastor at our local church and and his wife and uh, we would invite them down uh, you know sometimes have a meal with them on board the ship and then we'd walk the ship uh, together and just you know pray over the compartments and the people but that was always Know, that was that was just who we were it's what we did that was mm -hmm. an important part of of um our time together in command but it, it just kind of takes me back to this whole idea of prayer um mm -hmm. and uh, you know I, I heard a something on discipleship library a couple of years ago where you know we had some uh, young people gathered at Glen Erie many, many years ago, and uh, Lauren Sandy was going to come up and talk to them uh, about prayer. And they're just, you know, chomping at the bit, man. They're just really eager, uh, you know, to hear from this wise uh, saint on this topic of prayer. And he walked in the room and said, you know, I've been a Christian now for whatever it was, you know, over 40 years or something like that. And I, I think the longer I live, the less I know about prayer. I don't know anything mm -hmm. about prayer. But then, of course, he went on to talk for the next, you know, 30 minutes or so. And the guy, <laughs> you know, the guy who was kind of relating the story said that, that yeah, that, you know, that, that was kind of profound for me. He said, I, I got to admit, I was really disappointed. I was like, man, give it to me. Tell me how to do this. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, and then I, and then I realized that he did give it to me, that, that there's something mystical or something profound that, that happens. And so you, you've heard the old prayer acronym ACTS, A-C-T-S, mm -hmm. and it's good. I, I, I like that. Um, and, and let me back up and say, I, I don't think you can reduce, Lauren Sandy had it right. Uh, you can't reduce prayer, you know, just to a formula. It's exactly what Susan said. It's, it's just, you know, communion with the father is if, if there's a formula, that's it. But, but the, these guides are helpful. They do, they do help people to kind of just be reminded to do these things, but there's another one, pray, P-R-A-Y that I actually like better. Um, and, uh, the, you know, that acronym is, uh, the P is for praise. And so it's, a it's kind of a reminder to be thankful before God and, and, and to praise him. And, and I just find if I don't do a little bit of that from time to time in my own prayer walk that mm -hmm. I, it, it quickly, you know, uh, can degenerate into just, uh, Lord, you know, vend, kind of a vending machine. Lord, would you do this for me? Do that for me? Do the yeah. other thing for me? And so I think that's important. Uh, the R is for repent, and I, you know, the the, the that kind of covers the C part, if you will, of Acts. This mm -hmm. idea of confession, but 
but I like it better because uh, this is a call to, to repent, not just to confess, Lord, you know, I, I sinned, but no, I'm going to turn from that and walk through the power of your Holy Spirit now in a different way. Yeah. And again, I, I, I find that I need that re- reminder that it, I, I'm not regularly in repentance, that, you know, unless I'm reminded to do that. And then the A is for ask, you know, it's kind of like John 16, 24, until now you've asked nothing in my name, ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. And so that, that is an important part of prayer. And we, sh- and we need to do that. We, mm-hmm. need to, we need to cry out and call out to a big God uh, who can do big things and expect big things of him and ask him for big things. And, and, uh, and small things, uh, like Lord, would you let me hook a 13 inch rainbow trout today? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, but, but the last part, the, 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 the part that has been just really profound in, in my life. And I, and I think, um, has a part to play in the story that I'm going to go into is, uh, is that last thing is a why, you know, that why is for yield. And it's just some time before the Father's feet, listening to what he has to say to the small whispers of the Holy Spirit into my heart and then to my ears um, over what he has to say. And, uh, you know, these are just some things that um, I, I've had to grow in a lot over the years, uh, you know, I, I confess I'm not a great listener. Uh, the lady beside, sitting beside me here to the left would probably confirm that. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I know she wouldn't say that today, but uh, but she would. Uh, and so it's just been really helpful just to yield, uh, you know, mm-hmm. before the Father and listen to what He has to say and speak into my life. Mm-hmm. Mine's different. It's just a different approach. Um, I um, have been. Given the privilege over the years to be a steward of people, people put into my life, uh, military wives, um, I'm involved in Bible study, um, and I've been a shepherd leader uh, at different times. And so when you have people uh, in your life, there's always um, prayer needs and people come up to all of us and say, hey, can you pray for pray for me. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they look at you and they recognize that you're a praying person and, and that, uh, they, they can count on you to pray for them if they're in a crisis or, or whatever. And so what, what a privilege to have these wonderful people in your life. Um, I just wanted to say, I had gone to a conference several years ago and I wished I had this little, um, example many years ago, but, but, I've, hmm. but I, like many have had people come up and say, Hey, you know, I've, I've just gotten a diagnosis. I've got cancer or my husband's, you know, this, or my child, or, you know, I'm dealing with this depression or something like that. And so at this conference, we were given, um, it's, it's called urgent prayer care. And probably many of you have already, um, heard this. It's been out for a few years, but the first time I ever heard it was at this conference. And um, it's not a formulaic um, prayer, but it's it's stopping what you're doing because a lot of us, uh, let's face it, are busy. We have we have a lot of people in our lives. We have a lot of things to pray for, a lot of circumstances and things like that. But 
Um, it's important if somebody asks us to pray, um, just to stop right then, hmm. right then. It just takes a couple of minutes and, um, just, uh, the first it's ABC prayer and there it is, you know, an acronym, but, um, the first thing is to acknowledge what they're going through, just kind of repeat back so that you hear them, uh, that, that, uh, they know that you care about what they're going through, that, that you're empathetic. And so you acknowledge the circumstance. And so you, you start your prayer, you acknowledge it, you tell God the circumstance, um, this person is hurting, they're, they're scared, uh, they, they, they need help from the Lord. Um, and just, just acknowledge the emotions that the person is going through. And the second is bring God into it. Always bring God into it when, when you're praying. So you acknowledge a circumstance, you bring God into it and you pray the attributes of God to comfort this person and remind them mm -hmm. that God is in control. God will never leave you nor forsake you. God, God is, sees you. He's merciful. He's loving. He's faithful. And uh, the third thing is communicate hope. Um, you, you're uh, putting their hand in God's and you're praying scripture, you're praying uh, God's word, you speak into that with scripture that we've been all given, um, you know, from the Lord, um, his promises um, that align up with what they're going through. It's just very short, you do it. And, and then you just put their hand in God and their circumstances in the Lord's hands. So anyway, that, that has been helpful to me in shepherding people, just do it right then. And um, uh, it, it's precious, I think. Mm. That's so good. I've never heard that before, so, but I, I love that. Um, I've definitely heard of praying for people right then and there, but just to walk through that system. And Susan, that's, that's a great tool. I think with that, you know, as, as a backdrop, I'd like to kind of get, you know, into the story now of this time that we had in command and this, uh, you know, this bedrock of prayer and, uh, and, and then this event, this thing that happened where God really just demonstrated his presence in a, in a profound and powerful way. Yeah, that sounds like a great, uh, I'll do, that'll be the teaser for the next podcast. So thanks so much for tuning in, listening to Terry, Susan, share uh, their heart on prayer. And uh, next time, you know, you get the big story. So uh, thanks so much for tuning in.